The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. You know that. Easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor-comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Uh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Javante, Jacob, Katia, Andrew, Tia, Violet, Dustin, Shahizi, and the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody, as we roll into the third half of our three-hour tour known as the Tom Sumner Program. I guess this hour has had a phenomenal career in show business, in movies and uh, on the Broadway and cabaret stages and recording studios and television and on and on and on. And and yet she still found time to write a uh, very timely and helpful children's book about the coronavirus. And uh, maybe some of you will recognize uh, her name as uh, having played uh, Dolly Levy um, in uh, Hello, Dolly, or maybe one of her other performances. But she joins me now by phone, Lisa Carroll. Lisa, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's so nice to be here. As a matter of fact, uh, my folks are from an area, I think, that's near you in Minnesota, so I feel like it's homecoming. Thank you for welcoming me. Well, and giving me that big build-up. I don't know if I deserve it, but uh, uh, it's lovely. Thank you. Well, I, I think you certainly do. And I couldn't help wondering, as I was reading uh, um, through a few things and, and refreshing uh, you know, my memory and knowledge um, of you as a performer, um, is there anything in show business that you haven't done, Lisa? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I've never been asked that question before. Well, you know, I, I didn't set out to do everything. I just wanted to be an opera singer at the beginning, and, and uh, that didn't work out because I was in a bad auto accident. But You were, uh, you were, literally, you were literally on your way from Hollywood to New York City for a, yes. an audition with the Metropolitan Opera. First of all, yes. not 
everybody even gets to audition for the Metropolitan Opera. And then, and then you were sidelined by a, a pretty devastating car crash. Yes, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very helpful at all. But uh, uh, my mother and our family, we lived in a small town of Linwood, California, rinky-dink town, but there was a very famous opera singer by the name of Nadine Connor, and she had these uh, contests, and I was fortunate enough to win five years in a row, and I sang with her in the Hollywood Bowl, and it was such a thrill because I was originally from North Dakota myself, and uh, our family were, you know, very simple people, and, and so I had this wonderful opportunity, and while auditioning uh, for uh, Nadine Connor, she set up this appointment for me to audition for the Met. And we were traveling back, and that's when this accident happened. But I don't even like to think about the past, because here I am. I was told I would never actually talk again from that accident. But uh, as you can see, I haven't stopped talking since. So uh, <laughs> all's well that ends well. <laughs> well, and you, oh. and you you uh, performed on Broadway, and and you were laid up for like six years, but through rehabilitation, you eventually were able to walk again and um, ultimately perform again. And you've done right. You've done more things since then than most people ever do. Well, thank you. My biggest achievement, I think, so far is writing this book, The Big Bad Coronavirus, and how we can beat it. Because, uh, quite honestly, I was coming down in the elevator of our apartment building, and there was a young girl crying and saying to her mother, why do I have to wash my hands so often? Uh, wh why can't I play with my friends? And she was crying, and I thought to myself, how sad there must be a way of getting to these children and somehow uh, letting them know there is relief and there is something that's going to come along by the great scientists and doctors and relieve this pressure. But in the meantime, there should be a book. And that's how I wrote The Big Bad coronavirus and how we can beat it. What a tremendous idea, Lisa, and kudos to you for really noticing and acknowledging this young girl. Um, well, I'm sensitive people, and uh, I think we have to be kind, a little bit kinder in life today than we are, but thank you for your nice words. I appreciate that. Um, well, I, you know, this has to be really disorienting for young children, and um, I, I keep hearing the phrase new normal, and when you think about young children like this, they really haven't gotten to know the old normal yet. Oh, you're so, so right. Actually, uh, my book tells the story of a little child named Lisa as she struggles to face the realities of COVID-19, and she can't comprehend why she has to wear a face mask, why she has barriers around her school desk, or why she's confined to virtual learning, you know, from home. It doesn't add up. And because she longs for the life she once had, she imagines the virus as a giant, scary dragon, which was beautifully illustrated by the illustrator G.F. Newland, a uh, very well-known illustrator. 
And fortunately, her mother comes to her side and comforts her and teaches her, well, everything she needs to know to deal with this pandemic, you know, from a kid's perspective. And Lisa becomes a stronger and braver girl, girl rather, who inspires her classmates, you know, to live without fear. And that's the essence of my book. And when... um this book came out what toward the end of uh, last month. It's it's fairly newly out. Oh yes, it came out maybe a little more than a week ago. That's it, and uh, I was so thrilled that Barnes and Noble gave it a wonderful review, and it was very exciting to read that. But it's it can be purchased uh, not only at Barnes and Noble, going online, but also at Amazon. And uh, a third place I've not heard of, but I wanted to get some extra books. So I uh, sent in for Books a Million. Have you ever heard of Books no, a Million? No, no, this, this is news to me. Yeah, me too. Well, I thought, well, let's try Books a Million. And uh, like three days later, the book arrived, the books, three books I ordered arrived. Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful situation oh they were just gorgeous so i'm very thrilled about that now how does the the writing process like that work lisa did you sit down and and write a little bit of a story or or a little bit did you write the story and then submit it to a publisher and they suggested um the artwork and layout Mm -hmm. and so on how how does that all uh work out well, I've you know I've done a lot of things, but I've never written a book before. To be honest with you, I've written many songs. Uh, I enjoy doing that, but uh, it's not easy. <laughs> I found that out. First of all, today you have to submit it to self-publishing, self-publishing in many instances because the publishers are so big and have so many books submitted to them that they just can't get to all of them. So uh, I submitted it to self-publishing, and then the illustrator who did these wonderful illustrations uh, had a publisher he worked for before, and so he called him up, and it was a company called Pixel Mouse House. Mm. And not only did I like the name, I thought it was charming, but he was so excited about this book. He said, this is what mothers need. This is what mothers need to teach their children what is going on today and give them the encouragement that they can still have fun at home, you know, and at school and at play. And that's how it came about, simply as that. Were you able to convey that this is not the way the world usually is and it won't be forever? Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Uh, that's that's a big part of it because uh, children don't have the, well, they don't have the mental capacity to understand that things can be catastrophic in one moment and the next moment can clear up. And that's the way everybody uh, thinks, you know, who's grown up a little more uh, intelligent in that respect. 
but uh, that's definitely how it ends. As a matter of fact, uh, at the end of my book, little Lisa is pleased, and she she feels that if she washes her hands and she wears the mask and she stands six feet apart and she doesn't leave home unless she has to go on an emergency or something very vital, uh, she will get very, very, um, what should I say, strong morally and know that everything is going to turn out all right. So at the end, she writes a song and uh, it's called Scrub-A-Dub-Dub and uh if I have the nerve to sing it for you as a little girl with a little encouragement from you, I might just do that when when you want me to. <laughs> well, that would that would be wonderful. I've had writers do readings, but I've never had a writer sing to me. Well, you just tell me when, and I will be so courageous as to do it. <laughs> how, how long a song is it, Lisa? Well, it's... Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen lines. Okay, because we've got about two and a half minutes till we go to break. Oh, well, you want me to wait, or I can do it now. Let's 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 do it now. Okay, let let's see. Now, first, I want you to imagine I'm a young girl, a little child between three and seven, and I hope I can give that impression to your listeners. It's called Scrub-a-Dub-Dub, and Lisa says to her dear friend, Alfie, Alfie, I've written this song, and I want you to join me and sing along with me. Uh, it goes to the tune of the song, the old MacDonald, would you remember? Old MacDonald sure. had a farm. Yeah, okay, here we go, Scrub-a-Dub-Dub. Scrub a dub dub, my hands in the tub. I'm washing all the germs away. That big bad corona has already shown us he's serious, not out to play. Let's scrub the dub dub, scrub the dub dub, scrub the dub, scrub the dub, scrub the dub, the dub dub. Twenty seconds is all it takes. Wash your hands, wash your hands. Wash your hands, for goodness sakes. That was, abso that was absolutely wonderful, Lisa. And it, you sounded like, <laughs> and that didn't sound like your voice at all. You completely oh, changed good. voices. Good. Oh, I'm so glad. I almost wish I was that age now. But anyway, whatever age you are, as long as you're well and you're happy and you have friends and loved ones, and radio people to talk to like you, <laughs> you can be happy. Well, that's so nice of you to include me on that list. Um, Lisa, I mentioned we have to go to break. Can you stick around for a few minutes so we can talk some more oh, about, I'd love to. about your career and about uh, the big bad coronavirus and how we can beat sure. it and much, much more? Lisa Carroll is, is my guest. and. Uh, we're going to talk some more with Lisa, but first, uh, if you're listening to us on WFOV 92.1 FM, our voices radio in Flint, they are a broadcast service of the Flint Odyssey House Spectacle Productions and my good friend uh, Paul Herring. We're going to let them squeeze a few words in or do whatever they do when we go to break. If you're streaming us at TomSumnerProgram.com, we have some messages 
as well. And then we'll return with uh, Phenom, Lisa Carroll, right after this. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hi, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. If you like talk radio that makes you think without telling you what to think, check out our whole show weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com. Selected segments are also available on this and other radio stations, but you can hear us anytime. Daily editions of the Tom Sumner Program repeat online all day and night on the show's website. Past shows can be found in the website archives. My long-format interviews with New York Times best-selling authors, photographers and writers from National Geographic, as well as artists, musicians, candidates, and elected officials are made possible by listeners like you. Support the Tom Sumner Program and Civilized Talk Radio. Visit our website at TomSumnerProgram.com and become a member. You can make a one-time gift or become a sustaining patron by taking the link to the Tom Sumner Program Patreon page. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, 
Visit cdc.gov. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, healthcare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to geneseehealthplan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through it. Happy holidays! Nia, Ita, Kelly, Caitlin, Lauren, and the Tom Sumner Program. What do comic books have to do with Susan B. Anthony, Stormy Daniels, and Congressman John Lewis? Find out New Year's Eve 2020 on the Tom Sumner Program. Author Mark Schulman talks about comic book biographies of Walt Disney and Susan B. Anthony. The creative team from Tidal Wave Productions talk about a new comic book series called Stormy Daniels Space Force. Plus, former congressional aide Andrew Aiden talks about developing a three-part comic book series about the civil rights movement called March with Congressman John Lewis. The Tom Sumner program continues our look back at 2020 with comic books for New Year's Eve, streaming live from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com, repeating online all day and night, simulcast on 92.1 FM in Flint at 9 a.m. and p.m. Happy New Year from the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody. My guest this hour is the author of a new children's book about the coronavirus, simply called The Big Bad Coronavirus and How We Can Beat It. It is by uh, legendary uh, actor Lisa Carroll, who joins me by phone. Lisa, um, thanks for sticking around. And uh, sorry to, to have you sit through all that. Oh, I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, <laughs> it isn't every day that I get to listen to a legendary uh, announcer, and uh, I still love radio. I mean, you know, it's something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. And uh, as a matter of fact, when I lived in England, I was fortunate enough to get my own radio show called Night Ride. So I had the pleasure of interviewing celebrities who came from various countries, the United States as well, and uh, asking them questions similar to the ones that you're asking me. And so, did, did, uh, I, did I read somewhere that you had a, uh, a recording contract with CBS uh, when you were yes. in the UK? Yes, I got so lucky again. Uh, the head of CBS caught my show and uh, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. He said, if I would stay in England for four years, they'd back me financially and record me. And, of course, uh, I say a prayer every night to God. So I looked up and I said, God, are you telling me I should stay here? And, of course, I heard the answer, which was what I wanted to hear. And I said, oh, really? All right. So I stayed in London four years and recorded for CBS Records. And it was just 
a great joy. I came back to the United States talking very much like that. <laughs> my friends would say, what's with you? I mean, you're from North Dakota. What are you talking about, <laughs> a Br- Britisher? I said, my dear love. And they said, we're not your love. But in England, if you like someone, you call them your love. That's it. It's just an expression. It doesn't mean you're in love with them. Which but, is... Uh, which that, is so nice. That it, and, <laughs> and that's so nice and so pleasant. Um, you said something in the last segment that reminded me of uh, uh, an acquaintance of mine, a musician who played... Uh, he actually uh, sang and, and played saxophone for uh, decades in nightclubs all over the country. And I had him on my show some years ago, and I asked him... Um, what was what was your favorite gig? And he said, "The one I'm playing now." <laughs> and and you kind of did that a little bit because I started out wanting to you know scratch the surface a little bit of your of your long and storied career, and you went right to the book and said, "This is this is something I'm very proud of," and and I thought that was wonderful. Well, thank you. I do I do mean that. As a matter of fact, one thing I left out of the book, it's just uh, an addition. Uh, little Lisa, who is learning from her mother the things to uh, watch out for, washing your hands, wearing masks, etc., has a little friend with her, and that friend is a toy I created called Hip Hop Hamilton. And uh, that is throughout the book. Uh, I don't have a uh, address or phone number or a uh, place that they can buy the toy, but it uh, relates to the book. So if one should purchase the book, The Big Bad Coronavirus, and how we can beat it, at the back of the book, it tells where you can get the toy. And of course, uh, when you push his foot, his name is Hip Hop Hamilton. And yes, he's the famous Alexander Hamilton, my little bear. He's a bear, and he's dressed up in the period costume. And when you press his foot, he tells the story of his life. I don't know if you'd want me to do that, but if you did, I would try it and well, see if you liked it. I was, I was fascinated by the fact that you even uh, uh, fairly recently learned the art of rapping and made a uh, <laughs> made a hip hop album yes for kids yes. homies for the right. holidays oh my <laughs> gosh you know more than i can remember <laughs> wow yes i forgot it's uh, rap it was called rapping up christmas homies for the holidays and it was on capitol records and uh, i took all the great christmas songs and turn them into gentle rap for children because that is a language that they are, you know, uh, understanding and talking today. And it flew off the shelves uh, sale-wise, and that's what led me to make a toy. And uh, my first toy came out on a label called Gund, Gotta Get a Gund. And I was so excited because it was Jingle Bell Rap, and it sold. I choke up when I think it sold 250,000. Wow. I didn't know anybody bought that many toys. But yes, 
and uh, that led me into the toy business. And on the side now, I'm making these toys, and I have uh, Hip Hop Hamilton in front of me. I wish I wish we were on your TV show. Your guest could see it. Your yeah uh, listeners, right? I don't know. Do you want me to play part of it? Yeah, they please. Stop when you okay? Here we go. Hip Hop Hamilton telling the story of his life. Dream big. I'm sorry, Lisa, it's not coming through very well. That's it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Lisa, it wasn't coming through very well. Couldn't really quite oh, make I'm it out. Sorry. No, oh, I'm sorry. That that's well, that's uh that's a shame. You wanna hear me do it? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see. This is me doing the bear. I started out as an orphan, but as you can see, you can become anything that you want to be. Hamilton's my name ran the banking system, too. Help George Washington on his baggage get through. My right on advice to make your dreams come true. Dream big, work hard, luck will come to you. And then I have a, hor a chorus going, Hamilton, and he says, yo, dream big. Hamilton, yo, dream big. And that's it. That is marvelous. <laughs> and 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 this to you know for the listeners, this from uh, Lisa Carroll who uh, once appeared with Marilyn Monroe <laughs> and Rock Hudson. It's <laughs> been on Broadway. She's toured the country as Dolly Levy from Hello Dolly. She's performed in Hong Kong, California, Vegas. Lived in. London and and did radio and made records and and now here she is rapping. <laughs> I think that's I marvelous. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm a little embarrassed, but if you say it's marvelous, I'll go along with that. But thank you. But but what's what's fascinating about that, or 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 what I find so marvelous about it, Lisa, is just your openness to new things. Not yes. not everybody with as long a career as you've had. In fact, I even saw uh, the late, great Ray Charles on the, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And Johnny Carson asked him, this was toward the end of the Carson show, um, asked Ray Charles if um, he thought that maybe uh, his... He basically asked him what he thought of rap music. And, and even Ray Charles, as gifted as he was, said... Well, I know the kids have something, you know, that that they need to dance to, but uh, right. I can't learn anything from it. And <laughs> you know, he was he was a little dismissive of the genre, and here you are, you know, many years even later than that, embracing it. And I think that's what's marvelous. Well, I think if you keep the door open and you're open to possibilities. Wonderful things can happen to you, and they've happened to me, and I'm very, very grateful for uh, the encouragement I've gotten and acceptance, because uh, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I'm, I'm not between 17 and 21 anymore, 
but uh, I'm accepted. <laughs> well, so that's good. It's it's you know without being insensitive, it's um, you know it's it's clear that you've been around for a long time because uh, you know Rock Hudson and Marilyn Monroe that goes back a ways. Well, I was very very young. Well, of course, course. <laughs> in my teens. Thank you for your nice compliment. <laughs> um, but but uh, but it it really is. I I think um, just it was as inspirational to me that you had embraced rap music the way that you have. Um, it was almost as inspiring as your idea to do this book, which once again is called "The Big Bad Coronavirus and How We Can Beat It." by legendary uh, actor and performer um, Lisa Carroll. It's it's so hard to come up with um, a tagline for you, Lisa, because you've done so many different things. Well, if I may suggest, I would just like your listeners who need help or to want to be informed in a different way to go to Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Books a Million, and get the big bad coronavirus and how we can beat it. And uh, if it helps and soothes any nerves, uh, I think this book will do it. And I thank you for let me, letting me expose it to your wonderful listening audience. I don't want to hang up. I, well, you, know, you don't have to hang up. We start all over. <laughs> we, we, we sure can, or at least we, we can... We can continue down the path because uh, I think you're a delight Great. to talk to, Lisa, and and I'm uh, honored and privileged to have you as a guest on my show. Um, Thank you, Lisa. I, I I wanted to, you know, I brought up at the very beginning, you know, is there anything in show business that you wanted to do that you haven't done? And probably the only thing would have been uh, singing opera. No, I've done practically everything, the recording and television and motion pictures and Broadway, and uh, it's an interesting thing. People in show business don't want to hang up their hats. Uh, Lucille Ball, who was my mentor for a while, uh, was asked when was she going to give up show business, and Carol Channing gave the same answer when she was asked, Miss. Channing, when are you going to retire from the theater? And she said, when I drop dead on stage. And that's kind of how I feel, too. I don't want to end it. It's too much fun, and it's too creative, and meeting lovely people like yourself. But I would never have that opportunity unless I had something to talk about. So <laughs> that's true. That's that's right? true indeed. Um, the book, of course, uh, as as we've mentioned, uh, the big bad coronavirus and how we can beat it um, is 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 kind of timely. But it's a strange time to be coming out with a book. And I've had a lot of authors on my show, and we've talked about this a little bit. My guess, Lisa, is that you would like to have uh, been able to get out to, to bookstores and to schools and, and interact oh, with yes. children in the promotion of this book. And those those opportunities just kind of aren't available right now. Is, is this kind of a tough time to be coming out with a book, even a book about yes. what's going on? Yes, it is. I stopped by Barnes, Barnes & Noble on 
Fifth Avenue yesterday, and I asked to speak to the manager. And I said, uh, look, I just want you to know I'd be very happy to come into the store if you advertise it, and I would sign the books. And uh, as a matter of fact, I would even have a drawing for one hip-hop Hamilton is a gift along with the book. And she said, oh, what a wonderful idea. But we can't do it because we've been forbidden uh, by our owners and also by the government to have big crowds. And we just can't have that many people in. As you can see on the door of these stores like Barnes & Noble, only a certain amount of people can come in. So it can't be advertised that way. Right, right. People, you know, who can read it, and and uh, I think they can go on Ingram. There are e-books. It's available in many different forms that uh, I don't have at my disposal to tell you right now. But uh, the three places, Amazon and uh, Books a Million and also Barnes & Noble, you can get it online. And this is very expensive. I think it's nine ninety nine. maybe a hard copy, a beautiful, big colored version they're all in color of course is maybe sixteen dollars but it's it's worth it it's something you'll treasure oh absolutely absolutely um lisa you brought up uh you know looking online for the book are are you fairly tech savvy uh i didn't want to go national and and say how untaxed savvy savvy i am (laughs) Uh, that you force me, yes, I'm. I'm not because I never. <clears throat> pardon, I never thought I would, uh, you know, create toys like I'm doing now, uh, writing books, and uh, nobody seems to want to talk to you anymore. They want to say, well, text me or email me. Well, I can do the emails. Sure, so I'm pretty good at that. I like to talk, though. I like the warmth of of uh, communicating sound-wise with someone and, and hearing what they say back. And it also gives you a feeling of if you want to change the subject or something, it uh, you don't have to wait till you text them or you don't have to wait till you email them. So no, the answer is I, I wouldn't get an Academy Award for that. I, I, just, I just wondered if you... Um were able to to keep in touch with with friends and family and and maybe I don't know uh, business associates uh, through Zoom or Skype or any of this uh, technology that a lot of us have had to kind of embrace during the the shelter at home orders and recommendations. Well, I'm going to be learning it. I had my uh, <laughs> you reminded me of something. Uh, I entered a contest or it was called uh, Toy Box, and it was a panel of judges. They were the ages of five to, oh, maybe seven. And uh, they took inventors on the show from all over the United States, and uh, they wanted to Skype me. Well, of course, I didn't know what that meant, and uh, at first I was offended. Why would anybody Skype me? What did I do wrong, you know? (laughs) And then... Then I found out what it was. So my girlfriend set it up in her office, and I was Skype, and I didn't know what toy, what toy should I bring? Hip Hop Hamilton? No. Yes, that's my latest. Anyway, I have 11 toys. 
So I put all of them on the desk, and when I was Skype, they said, which one of your toys do you want to put on the show? And I said, well, um, and I stuttered, something I never do, and they said, uh, uh, which one of your furry friends? And I said, well, um, and they said, oh, well, why not put all of your furry friends on the show? And my friends became titled Lisa Carroll and her furry friends, and they named it. I have no idea it was going to be called Furry Friends. And uh, that's how I got on the show. And I almost won the major prize of $100,000. Wow. But some young boy who was seven years of age with a bow tie was very intelligent and too smart for his own age. And he said, oh, I played with 11 toys at least. They were as clever as this woman's toys. Uh, I don't think she should win. And I didn't win. Well. Boo-hoo. Yeah. So that was <laughs> that was my uh, story with the toys and, um, and with Skype, Skype, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And I've been Zoomed. I Zoomed on an interview last week, and that was fine. I felt comfortable, you know. No problem. So uh, I'm looking forward to more. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you. I, obviously, you'll be promoting uh, the book, The Big Bad Coronavirus, and how we can beat it. You'll be doing that for for a little while to come. But do, do you have right. anything in the works coming up? Any, any new uh, projects you're going to oh, take well, on? Oh, uh, I have a couple of new toys. I'm waiting to get samples on them. And, oh, as I mentioned in this book, The Big Bad Corona, and how we can beat it, little Lisa, I guess I forgot to say, that she imagines the virus as a giant, scary dragon. Well, in the book, as I'm looking at it now, is this big blue dragon with a yellow... Uh, cap on and his teeth protruding and I was going to have a toy made up of the big bag dragon and have little Lisa with a hammer or a bat with her arm extended ready to hit him on the head and uh, I'll have to write a uh, big bag dragon song I guess so well, that'll be my next venture there you That's go what I plan. Well, yes. Lisa, we're almost out of time, and I can't believe how fast the time has gone. You're a delight to talk to. Um, Thank you. But I always give guests an opportunity to let listeners know where they can find out more about you, your legendary career, the, the new book, The Big Bad Coronavirus, and how we can beat it. Do you or the book have a website? Uh, I have a, uh, the book has a website, which the illustrator, G.F. Newland, put together, and I guess it would be under the Big Bad Coronavirus and how we can beat it. And uh, I haven't set up a website for myself, but uh, through the book, they can find out where to get the book, where to reach me, all that information is there, definitely. Well, Lisa, thank you so much, and good luck with the book and everything else that you're involved in. It's been a real pleasure talking with you. Oh, thank you. The feeling is mutual. 
Hope to come back one day soon. Well, take care and happy holidays to you. Thank you. You too. And to your listeners. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was uh, Lisa Carroll, probably best known for her role starring in Hello, Dolly, first, well, as Dolly Levy, first as Carol Channing's uh, standby and then starring in the national tour. Um, She's done so many things, too many things to talk about, but her new book is called The Big Bad Coronavirus and How We Can Beat It. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with the uh, final segment of today's show. Hey, (laughs) this is the Unknown Comic, and guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now, and now, and now too, and even now. They say singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Virtual play dates, social and physical distancing can help save lives. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Tom Sumner program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. If you have a knack for sales and fundraising and would like to become a valued member of a fun team, you could be a good fit for the Tom Sumner program. Help us develop the underwriters needed to continue to grow our brand. Write to us at TomSumnerProgram.com. The Tom Sumner program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. 
Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Hope back once again to tell you it's better to have Pepsodent flowing over your teeth now than to have water running under your bridge later. TomSumnerProgram.com The Tom Sumner Program.com. I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a Japanese transistor radio. Green polka dot pajamas And a Japanese transistor radio It's a Nakashuma On the third day of Christmas My true love gave to me A calendar book with the name of my insurance man Green polka dot pajamas And a Japanese transistor radio It's the Mark IV model That's the one that's discontinued On the fourth day of Christmas My true love gave to me A simulated alligator wallet A calendar book with the name of my insurance man Green polka dot pajamas And a Japanese transistor radio comes in a leatherette case with holes in it so you could listen right through the case. <laughs> On the fifth day of Christmas my true love gave to me a statue of a lady with a clock where her stomach ought to be. <laughs> a city and I get a watch, a calendar book with the name of my insurance man, me, walking up pajamas, and a Japanese transistor radio. And it has a wire with a thing on one end that you could stick in your ear and a thing on the other end that you can't stick anywhere because it's bent. <laughs> on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a hammered aluminum nutcracker and all that other stuff. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a pink satin pillow that says San Diego with fringe all around it and all that other stuff. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me an indoor plastic birdbath. All that other stuff. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a pair of teak wood shower clocks. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. A chromium combination manicure scissors and cigarette lighter. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. An automatic vegetable slicer that works when you see it on television, but not when you get it home. <laughs> and a Japanese transistor radio. 
On the twelfth day of Christmas, although it may seem strange. On the twelfth day of Christmas, I'm going to exchange. <laughs> An automatic vegetable slicer that works when you see it on television, but not when you get it home. Chromium combination manager, scissors and cigarette lighter. Pair of teak wood shower clogs. Indoor plastic bird bath. A pink satin pillow that says San Diego with fringe all around it. Hammered aluminum nutcracker. Statue of a lady with a clock where her stomach ought to be. Calendar book with the name of my insurance man. Read polka dot pajamas. And a Japanese transistor. Ready. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program.
that Santa is on the way And he's got lots of toys and goodies in his sleigh And every mother's child is going to spy To see if reindeer really From one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas Merry, 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 merry Christmas Christmas music is better than everybody else's because it's local. And that wraps it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner program. Wow, was it ever jam-packed. We talked with uh, uh, legendary actor Lisa Carroll, who's uh, written a new book called The Big Bad Coronavirus and How We Can Beat It for Kids. And then uh, earlier in the show, we talked to Adrian Woodland about... uh, Who's more aggressive behind the wheel, men or women? A survey they did about uh, aggressive driving. Pretty interesting stuff. And then uh, earlier we were supposed to talk with the authors of Relentless, a book that studies the uh, business practices of mobsters um, in a kind of a business analytical way with uh, Gerald Zimmerman and Daniel Forrester, but we weren't able to get that together, so we did instead hear from uh, uh, Dr. Timothy Smith, who's written a book about reversing Alzheimer's. Before that, we uh, learned about the uh, drive-by flu vaccine that's available courtesy of the Genesee Health Plan from Yvonne Lewis that's going on today at their headquarters in the Flint area. Uh, Genesee Health Plan Yvonne Lewis uh, joined us to talk about that. And we had a great conversation um, that got interrupted a little bit by some technical difficulty. You can hear the whole thing in repeats online all day and on 92.1 FM tonight at 9 p.m. Jody Grant and Heather Nestle talking about after-school programs. Good night, everybody. The program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. 
Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.